0: Welcome to a little bonus edition of our Call to Care, the podcast. We try and keep the podcasts relatively short, um, uh, but the Call to Care podcast on care homes and collections included an interview with Kirsty, which we had to edit down to about 12 minutes. If any of you have heard that and want to hear the full Unexpurgated 30 minutes in which Kirsty and I talk about, among other things, hostage negotiation, uh, turning up late for the conference, and me realising that actually Kirsty and I had talked before, then uh, get a cup of tea and enjoy the full conversation between me and Kirsty. Have you got any of those little <laughs> special. Um, when I went down to Slough, they've got some of those special little, but um, they're almost like phone boxes where it's kind of like a quiet, insulated room. Have you got any of those?
1: Oh uh, no, no, you should no get one. we haven't. That sounds ideal. Yeah,
0: you should get one. They're amazing, and like especially doing the calls that you guys do.
1: Um, is it a bit echoey here?
0: No, that's really good.
1: Oh, good. That's fine.
0: That's really. I
1: found the little remote corner. <laughs>
0: Super. That is brilliant. Okay. Uh,
1: fantastic
0: listen thank you so much for sparing the time i so appreciate it i know you're right under the cosh yeah so whereabouts are you based Kirsty?
1: um berry lancashire
0: okay great and you're in the office today yes i am yeah. uh, you, is, is it the first time in a while you've been working at home or what have you been doing
1: um i've been kind of doing a mixture of both um so um my guys uh, my team specifically started working from home um half of them about a month ago and then they all officially started working from last week so i kind of waited till everyone was safely at home and then i started um to work from home and then i have just got one of my team members leaving um at the end of this week so i've just needed to pop in just to finalize some stuff for that really so yeah it's only been about a week but it it does feel a bit like forever
0: yeah does it yeah this is doing such strange things to time isn't it this whole period
1: it is it really is and i think the sad thing is that sometimes you you start wishing time away Hmm. um and time's so precious but you you do just kind of think keep thinking all right well Hopefully, they get this week out of the way and, and so on. And so, I've been speaking to my guys because they can get a bit lonely sometimes at home and just say, Yeah, time is a weird feeling at the moment, but don't wish it away because yeah. it, it is precious no matter what. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is weird, yeah. very strange.
0: How, how big a team have you got, Kirsty?
1: and so i have eight advisors. Okay. So we're a relatively new team. We only started in um, the end of September right. last year. Yeah. Um and then i recruited like we had four then and then i recruited another four um just at the beginning of march so that took me to eight. Wow,
0: okay, so just before everything stuff. kind of went crazy, right?
1: Yeah, literally just before yeah, the world <laughs> kind of changed.
0: Okay. And and um in Alistair's note he said that you had up that the kind of the the bit of the care team that's that particularly looks out for for the most vulnerable people is that right
1: yeah that's right so um all our calls initially come through to customer care um and they've had specific training on listening skills so making sure they're um, listening out for key triggers that customers either say verbally or non-verbally um background noises um, little words or phrases that they might say um, because not every customer is going to come out and say they are specifically vulnerable and need that extra support Um, so we train our customer care agents to pick up on the ones that do openly tell us but the ones that necessarily don't openly tell us they're trained just to listen for key phrases key words background noises um, and then once they highlight them calls then they get transferred to my team just so we can offer them um, a bit more care and a bit more love more support we can put our arms around them and really make sure that we can do everything to help them um, and, and if there are blockers for driven from processes yeah. or restrictions we just look at enabling to remove them and helping them customers the most that we can
0: brilliant Brilliant, and and without giving away any, uh, any kind of trade secrets or uh, and obviously nobody's personal details. So, w- what kind of things do the team listen for that might be a signal that it's somebody who should be, um, you know, prioritised?
1: Um, it can be things um, like if a, a customer keeps repeating information, right. telling you the same information um, over again, repeating a query, um, that that can just be a trigger. Um, it can be a, a baby or children in the background. Mm. And then if someone's telling you they're struggling to pay their bills, mm. you're aware they've got dependents. Um, in the background Um, just just little things like
0: that really yeah it's really interesting just just very quickly so so a lot of I mean you know my job is to help people talk to each other so so listening is is of a particular interest to me as well and I did some work with a, a brilliant crisis negotiator uh and right. yeah spent a little bit of time working his num- as his number two and you know he would talk people down off bridges and do all that kind of stuff you know when they're threatening to, come oh, to and and he talks about listening for clues which is why my ears kind of pricked up when you talked about you know listening right. in a particular way so so yeah. so listening is a big part of 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 care i suppose for you guys then
1: it is when the team initially um, was launched we had the samaritans um come in um to give us training and and they spoke about cause obviously um at, at what they call hot spot areas where people go mm. um and they have their posters and so they taught us all about you know how you talk people through them kind of situations yeah. and Especially when you're on the phone, all you've got is your listening and your your speech. To, you know, you, you can't use your body language or anything yeah. else, so we've got to make sure that the, the what we can use is, is specifically heightened to help our customers. Of
0: course, of course. Is um is that an area that, that interests you anyway, is is listening um you know, some people say there are born listeners. I don't really hold to that um point of view. I, I think you can really learn to listen. Uh, In in a different way. Uh, I'm just wondering. It sounds like you're a really good listener, intuitively. But it's something that you. um, Is it something that you're consciously aware of? How well you listen.
1: Uh, Yeah, I I think it is, and and I think that's what really interests me. um, When this role became um, out there to apply for, Um, I I think when I was a a manager within customer care. I was always the person that people would go to Hmm. to talk to and was told that I was a good listener. Um, And I know in coaching, uh, when I was coaching my advisors, I just – I was able to get something from people that others might necessarily have not been able to get just because I'd pick up on the finer details. So I I knew it was something that I, I, you know, a skill that I did have, but I completely agree. I I think it's something you can tune, you can make better. um, You can train yourself to, to be a a better listener. Um, And I think it, It all becomes a part of that emotional intelligence bit, you know, having that self-awareness, self-regulation section, your social skills, Mm. that all ties into that listening skill. I I don't think you can underestimate the power of just listening to someone. I agree. Sometimes you don't have to offer help or solution, just listen, and and sometimes they find the solution themselves um so but I agree yeah I, absolutely I think you can all train yourself to become better
0: I, I was once um yeah so just, just I, I'm not that I'm going to put this in the podcast but just um as a point of interest maybe this is something we could talk about once all the crisis is over um but um uh yeah so when you're a hostage negotiator or a crisis negotiator um he was called Dick Mullender from Scotland Yard. It's such a police, it's such a um, Scotland Yard name, Dick Mullender really from Scotland Yard. <laughs> you know, you can see him like with the 50s suit and the cigarette almost, can't you? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he, when you're a negotiator, you have what's called a number two and your job, because his job, so he's talking to the guy and it, it normally is a man um, who's threatening to jump off the bridge or whatever. And your job yeah. as a number two is only to listen so you don't so if I was the number two I don't have any responsibility to talk to the guy who's threatening to jump off the bridge my job is solely to listen and every now and oh, again yeah. because Dick is busy having the conversation right and and you know building rapport and engaging him and trying to find out what's going on and what the best way is to get him down um yeah my job is to just nudge him and occasionally Pass him a little note that says something like, I don't know, he said he he says he was brought up in Nottingham, but he just told us that his mum was born in London. Or, you know, little little discretions, those little things that pop out. And I have always think, wouldn't it be amazing in life to have somebody whose job <laughs> was just to listen for you?
1: Um, <coughs> yeah. Because um when you, when I, I speak to my advisors, when they're in the call, sometimes they can miss things um, that the customer says, yeah. and it's not until you listen back to it, and I suppose become that number two, mm. um, that you then realise stuff that you that you're missing all the way through the conversation. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, it is true because sometimes you just, especially uh, you know, in in that kind of situation where you know everything your heart rates up it's a pressured environment um the
0: stakes are pretty high right (laughs) yeah
1: yeah. oh my goodness yeah that's the highest thing really i think life or death isn't it Uh, how scary that is
0: but but then Um, but, but then that's interesting isn't it because you must be having conversations um where the stakes are pretty high as well. I mean, yeah. Th- let me give you a tiny bit of context for this particular podcast, Kirsty. So, okay. Uh, we w- one of the things so were you at the Roundhouse back in February?
1: Uh, yes, I was.
0: Were you there? I, I, oh, yeah, it, it was I'm my gig. I'm afraid advice. I was responsible yeah. for it. Yeah, so that was my job. So I'm glad. to I, I, hope, I hope you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, yeah. We uh, came late on the coach.
0: Oh, you were part of the team from <laughs> Berwick. That's right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's right. The, the famous coach. Team, I can yeah. remember
0: we were there going, how how long can we wait until they arrive? But yeah, but yeah okay. Oh, you didn't you didn't miss reason. much. You you missed Tom's opening bit, which was very good. But um. Yeah. yeah, great. Okay, so you were there. So so the whole yeah. thing around the purpose, you know, that we care for human connection, the idea yeah. behind the podcast is to kind of help people because, you know, there's lots of great stuff. That's There's lots of great written material that the comms team have done. There's lots of great images. There's something about listening, what we've just been talking about, And hearing people's stories that takes you a little bit deeper into the human bit, you know, because you can hear sometimes in people's voices something that you you may not notice if you're if you're reading it, for instance. So the idea is just to is to is to just share with the rest of the business some of the different perspectives that are going on right now at this extreme time.
1: All but right. but
0: not just not just because it's you know it's i mean of course one of the intentions is to help everybody feel really good that they're working for a business that is really doing some amazing work you know last week's yeah. podcast was on was was on the homeless and you know the the difference it's made to a group this particular group of people in london um who've you know they they gave out 50 handsets and it means that they can keep tags on people uh, because of course walking out into the streets is so much More difficult now, you know. It was. It's really. It's. It's like. I mean, these are difficult and tragic times, but it was really exciting in a way to hear what a difference just a few handsets with some airtime can make. So, of course, we're trying to share those those stories, but we're also, I think, never mind the the crisis that we're in at the moment. Beyond that, that the idea is to try and make that purpose of you know caring for human connection just come to life a little bit and and to help different bits of people in different bits of the business to understand more about what it is we're all doing to to try and help that. So that's the intention. Yeah, that's amazing. On on this particular episode, so one of the other places that we've helped is um, there's a surgery in a place called Latham uh, near Leicester and uh, we've given them some video handsets to help care homes do video consultations with doctors because, of course, it's much more dangerous now for doctors to travel from care home to care home. Um, yeah. So, so that's a particular thing that we're highlighting. And obviously, as care homes becomes um, more and more, you know, the, the 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 difficulties and challenges that they're facing are suddenly being revealed to us, oh, you know? Oh, gosh, yeah. So it would... I would love to hear any examples you've got, recent examples of how things have changed as a result of coronavirus and what you're doing to try and help and care. But also, particularly, there's a focus on the elderly. And I suppose some of the people who might be vulnerable and calling you and end up talking to you and be in trouble might might be elderly. So that's the focus. So I'm not trying to steer you just in that direction but but that would be really helpful to hear any stories that are relevant in that way, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so what Sounds kind good. of calls are you taking now and what kind of situations are you facing that are different to the ones you might have been facing just a couple of months ago? What's changed, I um, suppose, for you?
1: I, I think a, a massive one is... Um, i anxiety um around people being able to afford to pay their bills right, of um some people are out of work some people have been furloughed mm. um it, you know it's it's a really um hard time for for a lot of people um i'm very blessed you know i i'm still in work um i'm i'm still bringing an income in to be able to pay my bills, but there's many people out there who aren't as fortunate. Yeah. Um, so we've seen a big increase in, in payment queries. Right. Um, and, a, and a lot of people being proactive to say, I'm not going to be paid now for the next eight weeks. I, what can you put in place to help me? Okay. It's not necessarily waiting until they are restricted. Um, and then what can we do? We're seeing a real mixture. Yeah. Um, we're seeing a a massive um, spike in elderly customers Um, we've had customers reach out to us where initially when there was all the panic buyers of the elderly could only contact us because they couldn't get through to their stores Um, and they were saying we can't we can't get out to stores we can't contact stores they're trying to shop online and There was weeks and weeks waiting lists. And we were really lucky at that point. Our phone shops um, were still working. Um, So we were reaching out to them um, and we had a, a number of phone shops we were putting customers in touch with. Getting shopping lists for customers, wow. getting the key essentials, just to try and help these people that were just crying out to us. It, it was heartbreaking. You had people
0: um, who just so couldn't get the the basic essentials. Couldn't get the
1: essentials. Yeah, yeah. We were registering on the the government website um, to to cry out that that they were vulnerable and that they needed that support. Yeah um and just to get them their essentials yeah so, so, so you we, mean guys from
0: the phone shops were, were filling baskets with with food and and
1: yeah yeah Um waiting for customers to to come in um, and just grab it pay it and uh, go or wow. seeing how we can get this food sent out to people um yeah just really trying to work together think outside the box on how we can help and uh, and, and get necessities to to these people, um, our contact, yeah. carers, father, um, just just doing whatever we can, moving heaven on earth just to make sure that these people were okay. Amazing, uh, amazing. And, and it, it's just been a, a real spike in... Uh, the, the, the way that people are getting through this COVID uh, situation mm. is through social media, is through their phones. Yeah. There's never, I think, been more of a demand for communication devices um, and, I, I, you know, these apps, these people texting, people ringing, yeah. and if they couldn't contact people for whatever reason, then again... We were just moving heaven on earth to make sure that they were able to contact their family and reassure them that they were okay, or check um, that um, other family members were okay. Mm. So we do what's called a speedy replacement. So if um, usually in a in a let's say a normal world, if a handset was faulty, right uh, the usual. Um, process would be to send that um, phone in for repair we repair it we send it back out Um, but with this speedy replacement we don't wait for that phone to be repaired we just send them one out as soon as possible they get it within 24 hours to a couple of days Um, and just to make sure that they've got that device that they can contact people and 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 keep in touch because I think that's that's the main thing that is keeping people motivated through this is the ability to be able to talk to friends and family. Yeah. Um, so that's been a big thing for us, just yeah. making sure people are staying connected, really. Of
0: course, of course. Wow, what an incredible job you must be doing, Kirsty.
1: It's, it's so rewarding. It, it really is.
0: It's interesting you say that because someone else I've spoken to um, for this podcast as well you know I there's something I want I'm going to ask you to do in, in a couple of minutes is just you know to, to say what you think care is and and one of the things that she said was the thing is caring is really hard work you know it's exhausting but actually the rewards for caring are incredible uh, yeah and that actually it gives you energy I, I don't know whether you agree with that
1: completely agree um you can have you can be at your lowest i've I've felt it in myself and i've seen it in others um the motivation and energy morale every it it just gives them a buzz when they realize they have turned someone's life around um it's, it's amazing to see the adrenaline the happiness um, it, it brings tears. It, it's such an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. You can literally be dealing with your own personal circumstances. That we're not robots. You can't leave at the door as much as you try <laughs> yeah. to. You come in. Things can affect you. Um, but when you you help someone and and hear how grateful they are, or just know what a difference it's made to their life, it, there's no other word than rewarding. Mm. Caring is. It, it, it's it's the reason why I, I you know I, I come to work every day I, I I love it it's the reason why I wanted to do this job it, it's so motivating it boosts morale um, so I completely agree um, it, it is my guys deal with some really hard hitting calls yeah. um, and then on the flip side I need to make sure that their um, wellness and, and mental well being is is fine. But mostly, it's when they get them calls that they've been able to go above and beyond for. It, it's just amazing to see. It really is. They don't need any other thanks than that, and uh, it's a testament when you just see see it happen. It, it's amazing to see.
0: Oh, that's fantastic to hear. Um, just a, a quick just if you got have you got five more minutes, Kirsty? You okay for time? Yeah, sure. Just
1: yeah, no, absolutely. You're a
0: star. Thank you. Um, what about caring for each other? Uh, How are you looking after each other uh, in these times when you're all, you know, as you say, facing some hard hitting calls, uh, working against, you know, against time pressure? You know, I'm sure there's no end of demands on your time and energy and resource. How are you supporting each other at the moment?
1: Um, So we're a part of a team and the way that we see it is we're a family um so through our customers as well we do a a lot of signposting um work um so again if we what does that
0: mean what does signposting mean
1: Um, So signposting means there may be a trigger um, or a conversation you've had with a customer and then you can back it up with um, signposting them to a charity or an organisation just to make sure that that customer is getting all the support that they need. Um, So through that, we work with a lot of charities. We do a lot of charity work. Um, We'd just recently done Snowden, um, and we were were planning uh, the rat race. We had loads of stuff on our our roadmap for this year. Um, So we like to keep up to date with what charities and organizations are doing um, so that we can support our customers the best. But then we can use that for ourselves as well because we all have stuff that we're going through. Um, So we can signpost each other to different stuff um and, and and it's just having that family feel um so we have probably what most people are doing uh, whatsapp groups yeah. and we have um quizzes on zoom and house party yeah. Um, and we have like daily tea breaks, so when some of us are all on the same break, we'll we'll just go on one of these apps um, or have a conference call and, and just have a brew in it and a chat. Yeah, um, Just to make sure their well being's there, and and not necessarily just talk about work. I think it's good to talk about work um, because we all understand what each other's going through. Um, but just to talk about other stuff, pets and. Children and family and everything else that, that's that's going on in their yeah. lives. Um, yeah, it's
0: funny, isn't it? Sometimes it's the small things that just keep you keep you connected and and keep you it going. Is. Yeah,
1: it, it really is. And and keeping the stuff that that we do day to day going. So recognition, making sure you know when when any of my guys have done something amazing that we all sing and, and dance about it. Yeah. Um, we have virtual birthday parties. So it was <laughs> one of my advisor's birthdays yesterday and we had a virtual birthday party for him. Um, we have fitness um so we've been setting each other fitness goals wow. step goals water goals so then we can have a bit of competition and that's spurring people going on uh, i've been introduced to the world of tiktok okay uh, i never knew what a <laughs> terrible dancer i was until i've tried to learn some of these um and 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 it's just it's just doing what other people's families are doing but just we're a work family we I think I speak to my team and say you're probably closer to your work family than you are with some of your friends and family outside. Yeah. You you see them every day. You see what they eat for lunch. You see what different emotions they go yeah. through uh, throughout the week.
0: The day to day. You're very you're very aware of each other's day to day, I suppose.
1: Yeah, you really are. You know, I could have had a disagreement with my husband <laughs> on a Monday yeah. and I see my friends at the weekend yeah. but I wouldn't tell my friends about it because we sorted it out <laughs> at that point but I probably come into work and go oh my goodness and, and and get it off my chest and some of your friends and family don't see that side yeah. but your work family do. That's um, a really
0: really that's a brilliant example of how important I mean you know colleagues is a word that's banded around but colleagues means more than just the people you work with doesn't it and and it is. you know there's you might remember uh actually no you wouldn't have heard it because you weren't there at the beginning but if you listen to the podcasts we have a couple of couple of different people um who uh you your voice is familiar did you do did you do some recording for me Kirsty when I yes yeah, <laughs> yeah i yes, remember yes. you now yeah. of course i'm sitting here thinking why is Kirsty's voice so familiar of course you did Yeah, thank you. Well,
1: broad northern accent, right? Yeah,
0: but one, yeah, but you and you and lots of other people said this thing about the thing about Tesco Mobile. It's a family, and and it's not something you hear very often. Um,
1: No,
0: and and you know, there's a glib version of it that you could say, but I'm really sensing now that in the same way that a family looks out for each other and looks after each other, boy, do you find out in difficult times whether you can have that sense of connection with each other
1: oh yeah absolutely i mean the last 12 months for for me personally i've i've been an absolute roller coaster okay, and okay. my my family and my friends have been amazing away from work yeah. um but my friends that i've got in work and you should, i do you know class them as close friends because that's what they are yeah. They have got me through some really tough times, you know, and I'll be forever grateful yeah. for, for the help and support they've given me. Amazing. Um, amazing. It's true. They are my family.
0: Well, listen, Kirsty, I've really enjoyed talking to you. And, and if, you, if you ever want to talk more about listening, I mean, I, I've done a lot of work on listening. And I've talked to some amazing people yeah, who know a lot definitely. more than I do um but i'm really conscious of your time so i'll let you go i just want to get you to Thank do you. one one thing for me before we go so there's going to be yeah, f- absolutely. there'll be four different people in this podcast one is a doctor one is a nurse one is you and one is someone who's gone into <laughs> care homes and done quite a lot right. of work uh just okay. reading to them having conversations with them and just what i want to do is just to bring your voices all together to do one thing at the end of the podcast so so here it is if you've just got five or six sentences and they all need to begin with the words uh, hang on let me get this right to care is and then finish the sentence so if I was going to say it I'd say to care is to recognise somebody or to care is to be empathetic so just as it doesn't matter what order they come out but could you just give me a few things of what care is to you do you see what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, to care is, to me, is about being there for people. It's it's listening and and truly listening to what they're, they're saying to you. Um, sometimes the, the actual meaning of what they're saying isn't in words. You've got to listen to that that deeper meaning. Someone might tell you they're okay, but behind that they're not, and it's picking up on that. It's, it's having that empathy um, for people to truly understand what someone's going through. Right. People go through tough times and, and you can't stop that. But what you can help is how someone goes through that. And ultimately that's what I think caring is, helping someone on them journeys through it. People might not necessarily remember what you said to them, but they'll remember how you how you made them feel. Um, and I think that's what they'll walk away thinking, yeah, that person truly cared for me. Thank you to you. I've I've really enjoyed it. Considering how nervous I was, I know, right? it, it, it's just been in great and definitely need to a- Catch up with you yeah. at a later date and and discuss about listening. And, would
0: absolutely and love And all to. that
1: negotiation,
0: yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be amazing. And, and just you know, just when, when when the pressure is a little less intense, <laughs> if there yeah, if that, there if that time ever comes, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, God, let's have a conversation know. about listening. I'd I'd, I'd absolutely, uh, and I'm not just saying that. I would absolutely be be. I'm sure we could exchange some great stories about listening.
1: Amazing! Yeah, definitely. All right, Kirsty.
0: Thank you so much for your time, time. and 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 enjoy the rest of the week.
1: You too. Take care now. Stay safe. Bye
0: bye now. You too. Thanks to Kirsty. Thanks to the whole care team and thank you for listening.